Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, certified strength and conditioning specialist, sports nutritionist, and a certified pre- and postnatal coach with the Natty Hour. Before we get into today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Legion and the Natty Hour. Legion is an evidence-based supplement company that takes pride in ensuring that all products are backed by peer-reviewed scientific literature and are dosed at clinically effective levels. If you've been following me long enough, you know that I'm not one to push something that I don't believe in, especially supplements. But the fact that Legion has gone to great lengths to ensure such quality products is the reason why I have partnered up with them. If you are interested in learning more, be sure to visit legionathletics.com. You will also receive 20% off your first order if you use my code Jansen, J-A-N-Z-E-N, at checkout. Further information and links are in the show notes. Also, a huge shout out to The Natty Hour, which is my online coaching business that I run with my husband, Kyle Jansen. We exist to serve the drug-free strength and fitness community, from those who embody the discipline and determination to pursue the highest level of competition naturally, to those looking to improve their overall health and lifestyle. Our athletes range from being elite bodybuilders to the new mom looking to prioritize her health amongst a hectic schedule. Be sure to visit thenattyhour.com to learn more. Thank you so much for supporting the More Than a Physique podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode on your social media. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 81. In this episode, I want to talk about movement. Movement, as most of us know, is a fundamental aspect of life. It is more than just exercise. It impacts everything from circulation to digestion to metabolism. It's one of the most important things to implement when it comes to living a long and healthy life. You may be listening to this and going, yeah, yeah, I get it. I actually get between 5,000 to 10,000 steps a day. I'm good to go. But there's another aspect with movement that we want to consider, and that's our lack of movement, also known as our sedentary time. So let's take a quick quiz here. Do you think that your total sedentary time spent has negative impacts on your health if you get in an adequate amount of exercise. Some may be thinking, yes, the amount of exercise you get doesn't offset the negative impacts total sedentary time has on your health. Others may be thinking, no, 
the negative impact from sedentary time goes down when you get in a good amount of exercise. So a lot of people, they actually may be thinking that the answer here is no. And that's because we assume that if you have a high step count, it's unlikely you will have a low accumulated amount of sedentary time. And this may be true for some people, but using a step count isn't a perfect indicator. And the answer to this question actually is yes. The amount of exercise you get does not offset the negative impacts total sedentary time has on your health. The issue is long stints of sedentary time. So if you're going for a morning hike and maybe you hit 10,000 steps for the day, and then you go home and watch TV and sit on the couch for the rest of the day, the negative impacts from that total TV time sitting time are not offset because you went for a morning hike. There are independent impacts that continuous amounts of sedentary time, such as, you know, maybe watching the entire season four of uh, Stranger Things in one go, the negative impacts that has on your health that are worth being aware of here. There have been studies that show that total sedentary time was associated with high risks of several chronic disease outcomes. And that was despite controlling for physical activity, meaning that regardless of the subject's activity levels being high or low, if they accumulated long stints of sedentary time, they were more likely to deal with health complications. In these studies, we are looking at the independent impact of sedentary time that you can't offset with your activity levels. Now, I wouldn't start saying, why bother tracking my step count, or I might as well quit my nightly walks. It's important to note that within these studies, the negative impacts were more pronounced among people who had low physical activities. Therefore, it's still good to get out, move, and do various activities. But there's still an independent negative impact of excess sedentary time that we want to be aware of. So what can we do about this? It can be extremely challenging for people to reduce their sedentary time. Depending on their line of work, for example, I mean, I get it. When I was working in accounting, especially during tax season, there would be 10 plus hours a day where you are sitting in a chair. That's a long time to be sitting in a position that we weren't meant to sit in for long periods of time in the first place. So a few strategies come to mind that might be helpful for those who do need to try to reduce their excess sedentary time. Monitoring your step count is still a great tool for most people. So put on your Fitbit or your Apple Watch and continue to pay attention to your step count if you're already doing so. Trying to hit around 10,000 steps a day is still a great recommendation for most people to focus on. But paying attention to a step count is not always a feasible option for people, especially for those it just stresses them out, having just to track one more thing throughout their day. So in addition to having a step count goal, what else can we look at doing if this is just not a viable option for you? There are two additional strategies that I want to talk about today. Number one, breaking up long periods of sedentary time with non-structured exercise. And number two, breaking up long periods of sedentary time with what are known as exercise snacks. And I'll get into what that means in a brief minute here. So let's start with the first strategy here. What does breaking up sedentary time with non-structured exercise look like? Does your 75 minute resistance training count? 
And I would say probably not. I think the goal with this strategy still needs to be to include some additional activity on top of your resistance training sessions. So focus on planning activities that aren't structured exercise per se, but are non-sedentary activities. So things like, you know, maybe mowing the lawn, sweeping the house, going for a walk with your friends, even just doing your nails, you're still creating some movement for yourself. Whatever it may be, pick activities that don't involve zero movement, where all you're doing is just sitting on the couch watching Netflix for several hours. Moving on to the next strategy, which is breaking up long periods of sedentary time with exercise snacks. So what does this look like? The use of exercise snacks is slowly starting to become a popular and a very effective strategy. Exercise snacks are basically just isolated boats of exercise performed for short periods of time, but it's done periodically throughout the day. So for example, maybe you stop what you're doing right now and you do three sets of uh, 20 second intervals of stair climbing or perhaps 60 seconds of bodyweight squats every hour. Other examples may be three sets of 30 seconds of push-ups three times a day. You can see here how the term exercise snack has come into play. You're basically snacking on various different types of exercises throughout the day to keep you feeling active and reducing that sedentary time. The idea is to schedule in planned regular breaks throughout the day for short bursts of exercise. And this can be a good strategy to do something more purposefully besides chores, which is often what comes to mind for most people when we were talking about the first strategy. It is also helpful for those who just don't have time to go to the gym. Maybe you have a lot going on right now and getting to the gym is just not viable, nor is it practical for you. Exercise snacks may be a better alternative in the meantime. I actually used this when I had an office job. So like I said, during tax season, you know, we were expected to sit on our butts 10 hours a day doing tax returns until there was none left in the bin. It was exhausting. And it felt next to impossible for myself even to get to the gym. Working at a desk from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. was pretty time consuming and tiring. So I would actually take multiple breaks throughout the day and either go for a quick walk around the block or stretch at my desk. I also did some form of movement in the bathroom and go to the washroom and do some like bodyweight squats, lunges, or even some jump squats. I tried to just move my body. I didn't have any intention of burning calories or focusing on increasing my form and technique or building muscle, nothing like that. It was just to move my body. I didn't do this because I knew there was any benefits as well too with reducing my sedentary time. It just kind of came naturally that I just needed to move my body more. It felt right and I always felt even better afterwards so I can feel more energized and productive to actually finish my work for the rest of the day. Overall, we just want to be mindful of how we are treating our body throughout the day. It's okay to watch TV, sit and relax. These aren't bad and I'm not saying that you can't do these things. But the human body has evolved where it was not it was never built to sit in a chair for extended periods of time so we want to find a way to be creative and move more throughout the day at the end of the day i would argue that there is a collective goal that we all want to live a long and healthy life 
And in order to do that, we have to take certain measures like this to ensure that we are treating our bodies correctly. It doesn't always have to be for an intention of losing weight and changing our body composition goals. We can look at incorporating more exercise into our day simply for the purposes of wanting to live a longer and healthier life. All right, team, that about wraps up this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, if you found it helpful as a thank you to me, please do me a huge favor and be sure to share this on your social media. Maybe share it with your friends and family. And if you haven't already, please be sure to go leave this episode a review on iTunes. It really helps me out. It helps other people find the episode so we can ensure that we help more people just like this episode was able to help you. So thank you all. I look forward to chatting with you all again very soon. But until then, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.